Riders, Rangers, and Rambles, Season 3, with your hosts, Shuken Shinobi, Dawson Rider, and Jedi Mon. Always bringing you the latest Toku news in the craziest way possible. Hello and welcome to our Season 3, Episode 52. Span hammer. Boom, you've been sabanned. You're revoking your rainbow privileges. Rainbow privileges? You know, because like, there was jokes about them like sending an email with sunshine and rainbows. Like They made it seem oh. so full. New Zealand is a place of sunshine and rainbows. Please come visit us. Uh, you can walk many days traveling to Mordor. <laughs> That's not really sunshiny, though. Like Once you pass a certain point, it gets kind of dark. Like It's constantly almost about to drizzle. So it's pretty depressing. No? Alright. Let's just jump right into this. Alright, Common Rider Wizard, let's just fast forward. <laughs> now it's time for Ramble, Ramble, Ramble. No. Uh, one ups. Um, I bought. I got. No, I got. Did I get an Ami Ami? Yeah, I got my Ami Oki box. Yep. The that hybrid. Was a thing. I had a lot of toys in it, and I'm reviewing them. Only Brian could combine them into one. Charizard really. and Excaliburs and. Gavin and yep. Dragon and Dino and in the review, I expect you to squirt water on him with a squirt gun to see if it still it holds to make sure it's realistic. <laughs> the water just disappears. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that would be funny. Actually, like you squirt him with a squirt gun and then just cut to where he's dry. Be like unbelievable. <laughs> He doesn't even need a ShamWow. <laughs> now I'm just picturing Kenji Oba crashing a ShamWow commercial. He's like, watch this. Dunks in water, comes out clean. Fuck the ShamWow. Rips it up, starts beating up the ShamWow crack hooker guy. <laughs> ShamWow crack hooker guy. I don't remember if he got arrested for crack or beating up a hooker or both. I think he was arrested. <laughs> he got arrested for beating a hooker with crack. He got a bag of crack and just started hitting her with it. <laughs> Oh dear! This is how the show starts. This is how you kick off a season finale. It's gonna kind of peter out by the end. But it's okay. It's gonna be like a car running out of gas. Uh, like, <laughs> we are doing a celebration episode. You'll just get it whenever. Uh, <laughs> That's our style. <laughs> We all know how that turns out sometimes. The present for the season 5 finale, uh, premiere next year is going to be the release of the Kabuto episode. <laughs> Actually, you know what we should do? Let's save that for the lost footage for when we die. Because like when actors die, they always find a lost interview. But so, after we're all three dead, we'll just hire someone to release that episode. <laughs> the lost footage detailing the beginnings of their relationship. Hold on, I just found Someone will be... Someone will be analyzing it. They'll be like, as you can see here, Aerosol was still pretty sane. <laughs> but, as, but as we've seen over the course of these seasons, he's gone slowly crazy. <laughs> uh, I referring to his penis as a spirit bomb. <laughs> not sure what that's about. Not yet. Are we in the one-ups? Yeah, because <laughs> I mentioned my box. Pay attention. Did you find him chocolate eggs? I heard you say I found oh, I found a crunch bar. I found chocolate oh eggs God. a couple days ago. <laughs> I just pictured Brian reaching down into some sort of void and be like, oh, look, chocolate. Um, 
Yeah, I don't feel like saying anything else, so... Okay. <laughs> That's a good way to end it. Um, let's see. Um, mine are pretty identical last week. Um, my Miami Black still isn't here because I thought it shipped, but it didn't because I think I got pwned by Golden Week when they celebrate Antonio and stuff. Um... My Mandarake box is still in transit because that's Sal. I finally bit the bullet and talked to Oki. So he put me down for some stuff, and he shipped my first box. Um, and as for local stuff, I haven't really found much. I did end up buying the Hot Wheels Yellow and Robo Knight because they were on sale, um, despite my rules to wait for Black to appear. But I'm like, well, this is a sale. It's like with Brian with the cheese. Yeah, you, you, if there's a sale, you have to kind of disregard certain rules. Vicky Sans has never passed up a good deal, so you always just listen to him. So I picked those up. Um, I haven't really bought much else. I'm still watching The Office and Parks and Rec. I'm on season seven and three. Um, and then I started watching, or again started watching, Dan Balsanki. I'm on episode 10, so I get to see how to solve my problems with tiny robots. Beep, boop, beep, boop, boop. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of, I still have to build Gunther, but. <laughs> Gunther? <laughs> well, That's it's right. Gunther, you, but I just call him Gunther. I see the green one. He's the uh, purple. No. Okay. He was Violet uh, Devil. Oh. The green one. Which I don't know why they just don't call him Violet Devil. It's a fucking lot easier name than Gunther. He's yeah, a bull, but... it's, it's more menacing than Gunther. I got uh, these little, these little tiny Doctor Who vinyls from FYE today. They're adorable. FYI, I got these from FYE. <laughs> One of them was a silence, and I took them out of the package, and I looked at Cat. I said, I don't know how to react to this, because I'm going to forget I own him. <laughs> See, I'm funny. <laughs> right, right, like, love me. Love <laughs> um, So, yeah, that's really about it. Just my, that's my life watching sitcoms. The semester's almost over. It's over on Monday, so I have time to watch even more sitcoms. One of them's a big orange Dalek. A sitcom? <laughs> no, the figure. Adventures of the Big Orange Dalek. <laughs> I shall descend. Damn it, Kevin. Uh, oh, I forgot to answer that Kevin's favorite sitcom is Ant Farm. Damn it. That'll make sense later, guys. Okay. Go ahead. I don't think it makes sense. Well, I mean, it oh. makes sense when we're talking about it. I just thought it'd be funny to give them a shitty Disney that comes later. Whatever. Um, Fuck you, timeline. Oh, is that what it is? Because I have no <laughs> yeah. clue what Ant whatever yeah. is. <laughs> he thought I was talking Ant about Farm? actual Ant Farm. That's not even funny. <laughs> the fuck's wrong with this dude? <laughs> I keep making stuff up. <laughs> it's entirely possible. I I actually got some stuff. I finally got that package that my post office uh sent back which yeah you did <laughs> it it had uh two volume six space cakes as well as uh the first issue of house of golden bones so you could be making up stuff right now too um, yeah <laughs> i also got uh some stuff from amazon which were two tokusatsu movies uh the Great Yokai War and the complete uh, collection of Daimajin films, which is Daimajin, Return of Daimajin, and Wrath of Daimajin. So, those are all interesting. Uh, weird thing, 
I, I was looking on the back of uh, the Daimajin box, and all three films uh, give the date 1966. I thought it was like a printing error, so I looked it up because that didn't make sense to me. Turns out all three of the films were made during 1966. It was the Cho Daimajin trilogy. Huh. Weird. Um, Zen move. Oh, I also got a shirt. <laughs> We're doing clothes now? Alright, I got yeah. some underwear. <laughs> no, no I, I ordered a shirt from the one of those shirt stores, online shirt stores from uh, Peanut Butter Gamer. He's the, he's a gamer reviewer on YouTube. He likes peanut butter. Who does a lot of uh, Harvest Moon reviews. So he had a Harvest Moon shirt, which means I can finally wear a Harvest Moon shirt because Natsumi will not uh, release the Harvest Moon apparel. <laughs> so, yay. His life is not complete. Yeah, it is. How about a shirt from one of those like shirt places that was uh, shirts like, <laughs> pretending he was Toro with the umbrella. It was pretty adorable. <laughs> I like how I like how Brian is like pepper in his the rest of his one up during our one. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you didn't feel like saying anything more. Happy all the time. I you don't know this. want to talk anymore. And like, like, yeah, I got this. I got this. I had Snorlax on it. It was pretty cool. I like how both of you started with like you just bought it from a shirt store. Like you first you couldn't think of it. You're like, yeah, the shirt. Bought it. <laughs> Shirts dot com. I got it from Cornhaver. <laughs> That'll make sense later. Uh, anyway, that's pretty much it for me. Kevin? New thing. <laughs> that was supposed to be blowing your nose, but it sounded more like an aggressive snore. Cute. Uh, <laughs> How dare you? Alright, so nudes. I'm going to read all the nudes because I didn't feel like copying and pasting links to these guys. Fine. So, um... First off, earlier this afternoon, actually, today, evening, whatever, um, Tomashi, now that the episode was finally out and stuff, revealed... Revealed! <laughs> thank you. That um, the like American flag belt and neck cuff that Tyranno and Dragon Ranger have in Aki Ranger 2, episode 5, that we'll talk about next week, that's still not out yet in this timeline... Um, or any uh, timeline of this episode, actually. But um, they'll be included with the Japanese release of Tyranno and Dragon. So, fucking America. Or fuck you, America. I don't know. America sucks. So, uh, I'm not sure I feel about my figure out it's coming with a collar. I think that's kinky. <laughs> I get my collar, baby. Um, so, anyway, after no, before that, not after that, that's after in the news story, but it's before in the timeline of releasing news. Um, they announced the Super Best O's Driver, which was kind of a gimme. I mean, it was going to happen. Because Brian was like, gimme, and then they made it for him. Yep, that's what gimme comes from. Uh, so, the Super Best DX O's Driver will be 7,500 yen, available in early August. Um, and that will have, obviously, the O's Driver, the Takatora, Bata, Kamakiri medals, like the original release. But it'll also have uh, Kuwagata, Lion, Cheetah, Kujaku, and Kondo. I, I tried to be Japanese and it didn't work. Uh, medals with it. So you get um, all of Tajador, all of Gatakiri Ba, and all of La Torata. So that's fun. 
And then to go along with the release of that, you get a Super Best O Metal set, which is the other nine medals. Um, Shaota, Sagozo, and Putotira. So you can uh, own all the O's stuff for 10,000 yen, which is fine with me. Brian gets to buy it back. He gets to pull JP. Um... So yeah, I, I sold my stuff because I was going through a phase <laughs> where I was all, I don't need DX items because I want to collect figures, and that decided that was a stupid idea. Makes you sound like a, a teenager, like like the parents, like, are we just going through a phase? It'll stop. He'll stop wanting to make DMs. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm happy because... <laughs> <I, laughs> Delay reaction. <laughs> I get to own this again. I don't have to try to hunt down a Taja spinner. Um, Fucking Taja spinner. And this pretty much covers everything that I would want to get. So I I still got my premium metal set, which is uh, fucking gorgeous. Do those scan? I can't remember. Mm -hmm. Okay. I just don't have anything to scan them with. It's like my Forza situation. I was gonna say, what about Burke, Kwani, and the other ones that no one ever used a combo? Burke, Kwani. I'll get those again eventually. Not really worried about it. The set goes for like 2 yen on Mondragon. Uh, and with... Alongside that, even though it was it was rumored and then now they finally showed scans of it, a super best Deno belt, which is awesome because I don't mm-hmm. own any form of the Deno belt. Me neither. Uh, so that comes with the pass and the blank ticket like the original. And then the little bonus for this is... Momotaros, Urataros, Kintaros, and Ryutaros little rider ticket cards. Uh, so those are neat. I'm really just happy to have a chance of getting a Deno belt like at retail price. Um, I mean, it, it's going to retail for 4,500 yen, so AmiAmi price is going to be high 3,000s or something around there. So that's awesome, because the Deno belt usually goes for anywhere between uh, 4,500 and like 6,000 on Mandrake, so... I've seen it pretty expensive there too. Like it, it, it fluctuates pretty bad, and like the set with the uh, Katheros phone is like obnoxiously high. For yeah, it's always over like a hundred. It's it's always cheaper to get the belt and the phone separate than it is to buy that set. But um, so that I'm excited for that. Um, and then we have our first scan of the Wizard Summer movie stuff. Um, so, like we said uh, before, there's going to be a golden wizard, and there's these little wizard clone things. Cold power. Like, apparently, this asshole wizard kind of turns everyone into wizard, and they're all like Ryo Trooper wizards. Sounds like Brian's worst nightmare. And it really is. <laughs> and so, this scan gives us a picture of the golden wizard, which is basically... It's kind of like, take the white wizard, give him like infinity's head but put a hat on him <laughs> like if he like, was the white wizard that looked like that there were so many kkk jokes kkk <laughs> <laughs> jokes the blank ones are kind of hard to explain you can see them in the background um so that's the golden wizard who knows i feel like he's gonna be the villain but um of course there's uh wizard rings to go with the movie so this is a, a set of apparently two from the looks of it, it's only a thousand yen, so probably only the two. Uh, one is the um, Finnish Strike Wizard Ring. It's hard to read the text. I'm just reading what the Wizard Driver says. It says Finnish Strike Psycho and all that fun stuff. 
So that's a gold ring with basically the dragon, and it's got the colors of the dragon forms on the uh, wings. Then right below it, it's got Infinity's Diamond. So it's like some sort of fucking super duper finish. <laughs> and then the the gold wizard has got a ring that kind of looks like this black dragon molesting a ruby. Um, and that one is the final strike wizard ring, I guess. So, and that one shows it works in the white wizard driver, so who knows what it says in the actual wizard driver, but, um, yeah, it's a thing. So, he, he looks weird. Looks kind of neat. It's a hat, pack. I think, that throws it off. <laughs> I like the way you describe it. That's pretty cool. Like, I think it's funny just because I've seen him, but if I hadn't seen him, it would be funnier just the way you describe him. Like, he's wizard, like, he's a white wizard with infinity's head and a hat. <laughs> So, like, depending on which kind of hat you pictured, you get a pretty funny picture. <laughs> Just give him, like, a trucker hat. <laughs> give him one of those stupid hat. hunting hats with the big <laughs> floofy things covering your ears. <laughs> oh my god, that would be great. Fucking hunters and their weird-ass hats. Aerosol, actually, I wear those hats. No? Damn it, every time. <laughs> he secretly yep. wears them. <laughs> and... So the, the next is kind of a catch-all Megaforce little discussion. Um, so over the course of this week, we Everyone have learned Saban. that Saban is a dick, which is not new. Um, but we've learned that there's going to be no Power Ranger exclusive Ranger keys in Super Megaforce. So if you're expecting like a Titanium change or a Spirit Rangers change, not going to happen. Um, now, Bandai, of course, could make keys for them if they so felt like it. They're not saying they aren't doing that, but they will not be in the show whatsoever. Um, who knows what Bandai America is going to do with this shit. But So that happened. Um, Titanium Ranger got invited and then uninvited. Um, Karen Ashley denied the offer, because, and so did Steve Cardenas, because it was too expensive. They had to pay too much money out of their pocket to go to New Zealand and film, like, a two-day scene of them standing there or whatever. Uh, so they they declined. Um, Matt Austin never even got asked. Poor Matt Austin. Um, which sucks, because he's, like, awesome. But, Buttery um, and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Sorry. What else happened? Um... They we got a copy of the email that was sent around. It, it was a generic email sent to everyone on Saban's contact list. Uh, so basically, it was sent to all Saban era actors and then some Disney actors. Like fucking Samuel Benta got a fucking invite, but oh Matt God. Austin didn't. So there's some fucked up shit. Um, Jason Smith is. Coming back for a tribute episode, which is pretty much probably going to be an adaption of the Geki Ranger episode. Um, so, so that that's one hundred percent like for sure. Um, Alex Hartman was on set already, so we know he's going to be there. Najee's over here going, the Samurai Cast is coming back. And I don't know what's going on with that. I'm, I'm assuming like, that Shinkenger versus Ghost Adrian. I, I, it would be stupid for them to not use the movie because. One more toys too. It's one of them little specials. They're like, oh look, a Clash of the Red Rangers too. Some Clash of everyone, Clash of the Red Rangers too. All Rangers. It will be Clash of the Red Rangers too because if they use the footage, 
Ghetto Shingen Red beats the shit out of Gosei Red. Oh, yeah, because so I'm not it is happy Clash of the Red Rangers, too. See? There you go, Saban. You're fucking lazy. You don't even come up with a new title. Um, <laughs> like, already just, assuming it. Like, it's just Saban. assuming things. Um, They're already condemned. <laughs> what else do we got? I, I, that's all, like, off the top of my head. But, basically, their little um, email was saying that it wasn't in their original budget to bring back people, which is fucking absurd. <laughs> First like of all, from the dead, <laughs> well, <laughs> training would certainly be expensive. You got to hire like a shaman, uh, a couple of gypsies, got to raise her up, do some black magic. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I saw. Somebody retweeted another thing that said the Rangers there now or then and now again, and it was like all the oh, pictures. Yeah. And then Trini, and it's like Trini, and then it just shows like an article about her death. It would be so funny if it was a tombstone. Sorry, but it would be like then now, like she didn't do too well for herself. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it was just a weird choice to actually put like a little blurb, like in the car accident. We don't know what happened. Oh, it was an accident. And Austin St. John's most recent image is from Morphicon One. Anyway, sorry to interrupt. <laughs> jokes about dead people uh, right so um it wasn't in their budget to bring yeah people it back. wasn't in their budget to to bring people back I, this is the 20th anniversary and you don't put it in the budget to bring people back that you did it for the well they didn't disney did for the 10th and the 15th didn't once a ranger did it wasn't it kind of secret like, didn't Disney find out, like, the big executives? Did Disney find out, like, after the fact? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> I think that's cool. <laughs> um, Disney didn't know a lot about what was going on with the Disney seasons. They're just like, we own this property and go do your shit. Just go sit in the corner and do your stuff. Jason David Frank, stop cussing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, audition and for Tom. <laughs> so basically, they're sitting here going, well, the fans want you, but we don't have the money to pay you to to come down here. So you're gonna have to be down here for like a week and pay for everything. But the fans really want you, sunshine and rainbows. <laughs> it's so fucking absurd. Like I just can't fathom the fact that they're planning an anniversary season without the concept of bringing some people back. I, I just think it's funny that. Like, how little they're willing to pay them once they decided to. Yeah, nothing. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, we'll pay for your flight and, like, your hotel. I think that's all they paid for. Like, anything else. Which is a lot. Food you had to pay for. Anything. Well, I mean, come on. You can buy your own food. <laughs> I'm just saying. Not if I was invited. If I'm invited somewhere, I ain't paying for shit. Just <laughs> gets invited to any house party. <laughs> Eats all their food. This is free. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Um, but I do think it's funny though that like before all this went down through the course of like going to the Morphicons and like watching uh, panels from other things, if you watch like any of the MMPR or Savannah season panels, you'll hear like these awful stories. Like I mentioned on Twitter, Karen Ashley, they told her they were going to give her like a 10 episode arc or something like that, or an arc for goodbye. And then like the next day she was fired basically. And then, you know, Kevin thought the Tanis were the same. Um, and then there was the story from the movie about how they didn't get him a hotel. So I don't remember which one it was, but like somebody had to sleep in their car the first day on the MMPR was movie production. Steve? I don't know. Who's one of them, obviously. I want to say it was Steve for some reason, but. Maybe. 
but I remember them telling that story where they had to sleep in their car, and it's like, and then like constantly bringing in random people, uh, like as filler characters that would wear a specific color shirt, like as threats to get fired, and like, um, you know, because they weren't union, they would work them like super long hours and like not let them rest, and it's just like a story after story about this basically being awful, and I like how people don't turn on Saban until they don't get their cameos. It's like you hear about how these people were pretty much miserable and they're still like, oh, suck Saban, dick! And now they're like, yeah, we're not going to get a titanium cameo. They're the devil! (laughs) I just, like, I think it's dickish behavior what they're doing now, but I think it's such a superficial thing to finally realize that they're bad in comparison to the, like, horrible things that we've already heard. Um... Like, yeah. I don't hear too many Disney-related stories, but all the cast members from the Disney era always talk very pleasantly about their time on the show. Yeah, because, like, I've, I've said this many times before, is that people don't seem to differ. Well, like, people now, apparently, everyone's joining our bandwagon. We were doing it before it was cool, like <laughs> Disney. But there's, like, a separate thing, because, like, the executives, like you just said, they didn't know what was going on. And they're the different people that cancel it, as opposed to people working on the show, because... Based on also what Matt Austin said, it confirms that the people that were working on the Disney season seemed to care a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And it was that's why when we talked about in our R and RRs, it was more like uh, uh, doing it out of like love for it or for whatever their job was because it was almost like they were doing everything in secret. It was like no one really cared what they were doing. So um, I think it's funny that everyone's basically saying a lot of the things we've been saying for years now. Uh, but I think when people say they want Disney back, they don't necessarily mean the cancellation. They just mean the quality. Um, although a ca- cancellation wouldn't be so bad. It was a promise, a campaign promise by Nickelodeon. Uh, <laughs> so that's why I voted for him. Uh, I voted other in the presidential election. I just said Nickelodeon. Uh, they promised uh, to bludgeon PR. No, but uh, yeah, I just think that's funny the way everyone's changing their tune now. Um, it is a really dick move to invite someone and then not invite them that's a dick because of budgetary reasons like especially someone like him like not to be all fat fat titanium because that's really obnoxious as of late but you you have (laughs) yeah (laughs) but you have a character that is essentially kind of like a symbol of the fact that power rangers doesn't have to be like i said on a tweet I said like a corpse show or something. I was really depressed. That, <laughs> <Corpse puddle. laughs> that was great. But like, it doesn't have to be a slave to the Sentai footage. They can do their own thing when they want to. And to to basically go, yeah, you mean a lot to this franchise being like a exclusive thing to us. But you know, fuck you. you know, we don't got the budget for you. Go away. Like, that's basically what happened and it's like I agree like uh, I like the titanium suit and I love that we have the you know an original ranger I never really cared for the character but I felt like him and like the spirit rangers were important to be represented in some way just because they were part of our identity mm-hmm. like I'm not usually one for oh my god suits and ranger keys but it would have been nice to see something about him if we're going to use it to, you know, like identify ourselves. I mean, let's just get the guy that played Master Fant back. But Jungle Fury, Elephant Ranger, just get his voice. It can't be that expensive. He's in New Zealand, I think. Um, so just get him. Uh, but yeah, that's a dick move to uninvite someone. I wonder who else was uninvited. I think I heard. Wasn't there other people that just didn't say anything? Um, David Yost was invited. He hasn't said anything. Um, I think 
someone said Aaron Cahill was invited, but she declined because of the money. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Jason Font mentioned something about New Zealand in a tweet, so people started flipping his shit. <laughs> um, Who was Time Ranger tribute? Wasn't it like yellow or something? Yeah. So that'd be awkward for here. <laughs> what? Okay. I didn't like Katie. She was supposed to be a man. <laughs> Seriously, yellow had like the bulkiest structure. <laughs> Yellows tend to do it, and I don't know why. I mean, I understand they want to add more female characters to try to attract girl viewers, but like, yellow is a lot of the times like a very masculine person. Or at least has a very masculine build. And then you try to pass it off as a chick, and you basically cut off their breasts. And <laughs> It was really weird for Maya. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> look at my tits to where the fuck they go. <laughs> so It's just like when Justin grow, or grows her boob shrink. It's all in the mystery of morphing, really. Yeah. 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 So I I'm it's just very it's really absurd that what's going on. Like I mean I'm still gonna watch the show because of this show. <laughs> um I I don't know. Like what's going on isn't gonna make me think less of the show because I'm already going into it thinking the show's gonna suck regardless of this. Um, but this whole thing is just a very, I, I think now Saban's kind of dug themselves into a situation where people who really liked Saban brands are now like on the complete opposite side of the fence and are incredibly angry. And I love it. (laughs) At last. So they're, I think they're going to have to do a lot of shit to pull themselves out of this. And the way they're making Mega Super Mega Force sound as basically like Fury Diamond said, "Baby Gokaiser," it's well, not the way to cause, pull oh, people back. That stuff kind of got buried under all the stupid actor stuff. But Fury Diamond was talking about how, like the Baby Gokaiser thing, which it means that it's basically like they're doing the same show for like Samurai. They're doing doing Shinkenger, but with toned down dialogue for like like little kids, like Barney level. Mm-hmm. And also the fact that they fired all the people that wanted to make the show original. Yeah, they they fired basically a lot of the people that made Super Samurai and this season that we're in a Mega Force tolerable. And they're brought back the people that made Samurai awful. So that's just stupid. Like probably because they worked for less. It doesn't make any sense because Zabon does do a pretty good job at like the marketing and like trying to get PR in as many avenues as possible. But I don't know why you wouldn't want to make the show good because it's like come see our shit and then your shit's no good. It's like advertising a concert and then everyone goes to the concert and it sucks. It's like you have to have something for people to actually come see. I mean, you can advertise that there's no tomorrow, but you want people to come there and see it and stay. And like Zabon's going like, oh, this is going to be the most expensive season yet c- compared to what? You're basically not paying these veteran actors to come back and be a part of the anniversary, and you're using all this Gokaiger stuff. Oh, you're going to say that it's the most expensive season because you have to film a bunch of Gosager footage because you're stupid? <laughs> okay. 
We'll go with that. I Thank still think you. it's funny that it's, it's expensive to film TV. Like, that's basically what they're complaining about. Like, God damn it, we have to film our TV show. This is expensive. Like, I can't fathom that they don't have the money or... Uh, this guy's fucking rich. I'm sorry, but he is fucking rich. And I can't grasp the concept that he doesn't have enough money to fund a television show... Like, it's fine to bring over the suits and, like, the, like, monster suits and even use the actual mecha footage because that's probably some of the most expensive stuff to do and difficult thing to do because those suits are, like, huge. huge but just, like, <laughs> that was a great huge sound effect, Ryan. <laughs> I loved it. But, I mean, I have no problems with using the mecha footage for the fights because usually they don't really impact the episode. They're just there. Uh... But it can't be that hard to just take these suits and make a different show. Dragonite did it phenomenally. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> uh, yeah, like, I don't get that. And they had a lower budget than most PR seasons. So, like, because I especially don't get that. Like, not being able to pay any of the actors is a dick move. But they could be expensive depending on how many people you want to get and their like expectants. Like. There's a couple PR actors that have done some bigger things that might be expecting more. Like, I think Erin Cahill might be holding herself a little bit because she hasn't really done anything big, but she's been on a few shows. So she's probably like, oh, I want a million, zillion dollars. <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, Kim's like, give me some money. Um, but, like, that could be expensive. But how is it expensive just to film your own damn TV show? Like, if you import the sh- suits over, you're already saving a shit ton of money by not having to make these and a shit ton of money. By, or time and money by not having to spend all the time that Toei does coming up with concepts. Oh, uh, stupid. I hate everything. Except for bacon. <laughs> anyway. So basically, the, the bottom line of the story is that Saban's an asshole, and we, we knew it before everyone else. We were hating Saban yeah. before it was cool. He invited too many people to his party. <laughs> <laughs> I just think that's so funny. Like, what a dumb idea. All right, well, it looks like we're going to actually have to bring past people back. It seems like it's going to be required. So what should we do? Just send a mass email. This can end well. <laughs> <laughs> mass email. Like, that That tactic in general, I think, is hysterical. Let's just send out a mass invite to everyone. That won't end badly. Because <laughs> like, I thought that they were legit just going to do the people that Gokaiger did or that they needed for, like, the mech tributes, whatever. Yeah, but like, they, okay, they, we need someone from Mystic Force. We need someone. I think the thing about that is that they would need to pull a bunch of people from the Disney era, and they're like so reluctant to do shit like that. Like, because if they would do, if they would follow Gokaiger exactly, they would need Nick. Um, they would need Scott again for RPM, uh, or Tobias Race or whatever his name was. Tobias something his well, stage uh, name. Yeah, we'd start with an R. Um, but. Yeah, that's just because back like the first thing we got was uh, you know Casey. So I'm like, oh, they're probably just gonna do all the same things Gokaiger did. And then all of a sudden, you'll hear rumors of like the most random people. I'm like, holy shit, what are they just inviting the phone book? Pretty much. Justin, Justin's just excited to come back because he doesn't have anything else going on. <laughs> he just like blue crew, dude. No one's around. <laughs> what does he do? <laughs> like, <Nothing>. okay. <laughs> Meanwhile, the Brian Chronicles. <laughs> so, 340. No. Kevin never showed. 
now it's time for super. Shit. Oh, oh okay. go, go, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. You, you got this shit. He's been dreaming about this. <laughs> I've already done this before. Okay. Now it's time for superhero time. Huriuger and uh, Wizard. Yep. I remember both of them this time. Whistles. Also, Lockaby Ranger. Those guys are in there too. <laughs> Might see Garo later. Who knows? <laughs> you might be talking of a spry new game show that Brian invented. <laughs> Look forward to that. It's very punny. <laughs> Keep an eye out. And slutty. I'm writing to Japan right part? now. <laughs> Dear Japan, that's what Brian was doing. <laughs> oh, right. Shit. Okay, it's, right, my, it's my summary. Got it. Okay, uh, we are on Cure User episode twelve. Um, so it starts out with a, a couple diaper children uh, sumo wrestling, and uh, our Cure Users are standing by watching them, and they see their little friend get the beat uh, the crap beaten out of him, the beat shitted out of him, and uh, they encourage him and whatnot, and. Uh, <laughs> they they look up to see Uchi standing there, and he's all smiling away, and Amy's like, no, no, you gotta act like a jerk. And they're like, so, Uchi, you like kids? He's like, not really. And he has this flashback of Amy in a, in a businesswoman dress, and there's a really creepy focus on her legs. Um, and they're like, man, he, he's, a, he's a jerk. <laughs> um, so, monster... The monster of the week shows up to uh, tempt the the small child with a little bit of candy, and uh, the Kyoryujers show up, and Uchi gets all angry when he sees the monster, and he rushes towards him, and everybody transforms, and King goes over to help Uchi, and they both get transported to some other area thing. It's not really a dimension, but... Um, here, the monster has turned all of the kids that he's collected, which is a grand total of three, into little samurai children. And uh, they start attacking King, who uh, who gets injured, and Dogold shows up and blasts King with lightning. And um, Uchi shows up to save King and takes him away and says... Uh, here, take this pill, and King's all like, okay, I'll take it, and he starts to get really drowsy, and he's like, man, did you roofie me? He's like, yeah, I did. Um, <laughs> That's what happened to Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> so, Uchi uh, goes to confront the monster, and uh, meanwhile, we we have uh, Torin talking to the rest of Kyoryujers, and he's like, yeah, uh, Utsumi Maru already faced this monster way back when during his uh, past <laughs> and uh, he actually really likes kids and he wants to protect people and everybody's you know surprised by this I guess uh, so Itsumi Maru is fighting and eventually King shows up to uh, to attack Dogold and Itsumi Maru's like how are you so awake he's like dude check out my butt and uh, actual line <laughs> actual <kidding>. dialogue <laughs> and he turns around and the Gabu revolver is like hanging off of his his ass and he like pulls it out um, 
and apparently the pain was keeping him awake. So Utsemimar was all angry. He's like, no, my lord already died, and you remind me of him. And King's like, yeah, I'm not him. Uh, you really got to get over this, dude. And Uchi starts laughing. He's like, yeah, that's right. You're not him. You guys are my friends. So, yeah. That plot line is kind of tied up. Um, they are eventually found by the rest of the team. And all of them undergo a obnoxiously long transformation dance. <laughs> Um, before finally transforming and attacking and uh, finishing off the Monster of the Week with a combo attack with the Kentro Spiker and the Xander Thunder. And uh, then big robots fight, and they, uh, what do you call it? Win? Combine. Oh. Yeah, they combine the uh, Terra Gordon with... Curijan to make Raiden uh, Curijan. Yeah, that's it. And he kicks the monster through a mountain. <laughs> um, and he blows up. And then the episode finishes off with uh, everybody realizing that Semimaru is not that bad of a dude. And he's actually doing a whole bunch of nice stuff like making mochi for uh Blue's family and deleting all of the contacts of uh, of Black's phone. And he's like, yeah, I'm pretty perfect. <laughs> but he said, pa facto. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I like how the subs fucked up the spelling of perfect on purpose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> perfect. <laughs> K in there somewhere. It was a nice touch, because, like, he doesn't understand. <laughs> doesn't know what the fuck's going on. I love this son of a bitch. Like, his character is the most hysterical thing ever. I love it. Um, before I forget it, did anybody... Well, Brian is in, like, a different time zone with the Gal Ranger, but anybody else find it funny that... The, well, at least the day I watched this was the time we were around we were watching when Gal Silver joined the team. It was the same day I watched these episodes. They're a lot alike-ish. Like, well, I just thought it was funny. You know, that- obviously, the one... The, Kiryu just so happy and fun that... I mean, Gal Silver didn't go like, I'm a good guy, wink, smile, look at me. He, we- he kind yeah. of just was nudged into it and finally accepted the fact that he doesn't have to be a giant jerk face. Um... But there's a lot of parallels, and I enjoy that. Like, but I just thought it was funny, because I just realized you guys might not have watched it the same day as I did, but, like, the same day that we watched the episode where Gauss Silver finally sort of joined the team was this episode, and I just thought it was kind of funny, because, like, the day before, we just talked about all the similarities, and, like, this is funny. Cool story, right? Yeah. Amazing. Um, As far as the episode goes, I did enjoy it. Um, it wasn't anything too spectacular, but, uh, I thought it was entertaining, just, um, I'm kind of torn because I, part of me wanted to see the little joke of him pretending to be mean go on maybe an episode or two, just because I found it to be funny, but the other part of me is just kind of glad they didn't draw it out, just because of that whole, you know, six not joining thing, um, but I just found the beginning scene to be really funny, where he's like, oh, how cute, and they're like, oh, so you like children, and then he's like, wait a minute, it's supposed to be opposite, no, I hate children, (laughs) 
he didn't say it like that, but I just thought it was funny that like he was just trying to do everything opposite and just that whole bit was really funny. Um, I can't think of what else I was going to say. Someone else go so I can think. And to keep it fresh. Fresh. Fresh it um, up. Like, Subway. Sorry. <laughs> we ate fresh. Um, like there was a lot of parts about the episode that were just kind of there. Um, I, I liked the overall everything of it. I didn't have any problems. I wasn't bored. Um, like I said, uh, Uchi is the, like, the coolest guy ever. He's a bro. Um, but I, I, it could have gone on longer, but like you said, I'm kind of glad it didn't. Just because I don't understand the fact why Amy went along with him in the first place. But, I mean, that's fine. It doesn't really matter but it, it created a lot of funny jokes but i think they just kind of ran their course so they decided to let it go i think it was kind of funny just when like they disappeared and she's like uchi and everyone's like uchi <laughs> the fuck is an uchi <laughs> so right to be honest what uh, oh, what sorry you cut out like you just had some Oh, for God's sake. All I have, all yeah, I said it felt rushed. It rushed. felt, it felt oh. rushed to me. Here, you just had some uh, kind of odd pacing so far. It probably could have been a two-parter. It, it hasn't... It hasn't... What? I said it probably could have been a two-parter. It hasn't really been much of a problem. Or nothing, like, overly noticeable. I think, I think it became a little bit more noticeable. Really did tie up this whole thing. It, it. And there we have it, folks. <laughs> it feels. There we go. Yeah, just the. Do you want to try like just, unplugging your microphone and replugging it? Like, <laughs> like you didn't even, we didn't even hear anything. It was like you were gone. <laughs> Don't give up. <laughs> Like we're not trying to be rude, but we can't hear anything. Listen, to- I, I know it's my connection. Whatever. Listen to Gal Blue. What? Never. No, oh my God. Oh well, sorry. <laughs> Tell me if I call him Danny and Max. No, because I would think of stupid Danny from. Did you at least drink his? What? <laughs> Fucking life, Did you- man. God, why do you do this? It's because of the Trini jokes, isn't it? God, why are you the way that you are? I blame Dawson. Damn it. I don't even blame Aerosol's internet. I blame Dawson. What am I, Jerry? Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know who that is, but yeah. You are. Fuck anyway, you. we're just making... Well, oh, fine, I won't talk now, too. <laughs> Um, well, this explosive uh, episode of the podcast. Everyone quits, <laughs> even though they're uh, here later and not mad. <laughs> um. So anyway, I guess we we'll just keep talking while he's trying to figure that out. Um. But yeah, it, I agree with what he was trying to say that it did feel a bit rushed, in a way. But we don't really know what's next. It, it's kind of in general been rushed because it's fairly early for a six to be introduced. A lot has happened very quickly. I mean, we got the whole team introduced and, uh, you know, Kiryu Cyan and now Gold. Um, and then 
you know, whatever comes next. I think it's kind of funny that in a way it's like the opposite of Forza where they took their time introducing the characters and then stuff still happens quickly Mm -hmm. as opposed to Forza where they're just kind of like, well, now what? Um, But yeah, it's just kind of been a little bit fast in general. So um, I'm assuming they have a lot to go through. So I'm still enjoying it a lot though. It's not like it's a huge problem for me or anything. Yeah, I've still been enjoying it, but uh, like I said over Twitter, that's my one nitpick was that the pacing was kind of a little too quick. I it honestly kind of took me out of this episode a little bit. <laughs> but he, um, it just kind of happened. Like I know he was faking it, I saw. so it, it, that kind of quickness is understandable. But the fact that it just kind of well. The, then you, you also I, got Daigo over here that just doesn't give a shit about anything. Like, so, it's weird. At, at the very least, I feel like the resolution could have been better. Like, like not just uh oh, he was faking it. Let's oh, yeah. be buddies. I, it, it was pretty much just like, oh yeah, you're you're not my or whatever. Like. It, it kind of put a lot more emphasis on his whole thing about... This could have been handled. <laughs> what? <laughs> Sorry. Um, they put a lot more emphasis on uh, his lookalike, former like sensei or whatever, or lord, um, which I felt was less of the problem about him wanting to join the team as compared to like his general awkwardness and whatnot. And uh, like apprehensiveness so I just felt that was weird because it just seemed like he, he realized that Daigo wasn't the guy in the mustache so everything was okay that's what I took away from it he's like oh because I don't follow ancient shit anymore we can be friends that's what I got don't know <laughs> good job <laughs> <laughs> uh, interesting use of the Gabba revolver waking himself up by biting himself in the ass oh god <laughs> Did we how, see? How did he even do that? Did he? Did we see Daigo pass out or just start to get drowsy? Because I'm no, like, he's just like going. Because uh, I'm like, if Daigo already passed out, how did he know to bite himself on the ass? Like, how can you get it to bite yourself on the ass? Like, there's no uh, room. Let me try. He's <laughs> <laughs> actually trying. I'm doing my leg. I mean, it pinches a little bit. <laughs> But, like, it's different on the show. It's got more of an ass room. Okay, okay. The ass room. It sounds like a private room at a dance club. Or a strip club, rather. Speaking of strip clubs, should we move on to Wizard or have anything else to say? <laughs> well, I still have a Yo-Yo mod document on my computer. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind, just go ahead. Are, okay. are we done? Yep. Apparently so. Yeah, I'm done. Okay. So, um, okay. So we start the episode with uh, Shunpei and Nito and the antique guy whose name I always forget, uh, like fangirling over Chiaki from Shinkenger, except it's not Chiaki from Shinkenger, it's a different one. Um, and so they're busy with that. And we get the triumphant return of Fojo uh, when he calls Shunpei and the detective chicken, whose name also escapes me all the time. What's her name? Rinko. There we go. He didn't call Shunpei yet. 
damn it, not Shunpei. That's what I wrote, too. That's what messed me up. Damn it, past me. Uh, fuck it, what's the guy's name? Haruto. Haruto and uh, Rinko, and it tells them that Haruto. Gremlin was the one... <laughs> Sorry, was the one that gave him the magic stone before. So they start investigating, um, and then so they after while they're off doing that or starting that, Beast saves a girl from a phantom. And oh look, it turns out to be that Chalky girl. So uh, they start protecting her, um, and Wizard uh, starts finding uh, Gremlin's former place of employment. And he's like, well, he was a very strange guy. He used to go up behind people and be like, hello. So like, oh, so he's pretty much the same. And of how we greet each other in calls. <laughs> uh, so while that's happening, uh, this Chiaki chick is a total bitch. And Nito's just fed up with her being a bitch. So he just calls her out and she's like, I'm going to leave. And she gets tricked by the disguised phantom who turns himself into a cutting-edge photographer. Um, and then Gremlin runs into uh, not Shunpei and Rinko. And he explains how, unlike other phantoms, he kept his humanity. He's like... A, a phantom that's a human, but a human that's a phantom. I don't know. I, I had a different joke for that, and it's gone now. So, um, uh, <clears throat> what's your name? Chiaki gets attacked by the phantom, and uh, Nito arrives just in time, but he really can't cut it because he can't defeat anyone. So, Wizard has to show up and uh, save his ass. And then they get distracted by some ghouls. And so the phantom attacks Chiaki, but Gremlin saves her um, and gets knocked into the water. And then Haruto dives in after him, and it ends. Okay, so this episode, um, oh, as an overall episode, it was just kind of okay. It wasn't, like, terrible for me. It wasn't, like, the greatest thing, but it was, like, an okay episode. But I like uh, what they did in it with Gremlin, because there's always been kind of something weird about him, like, with the way he always refers to himself by name, like, his human name, and refers to others, mainly Misa at this point, by her name. Um, so, the fact that he might be, like, a human, but basically he became a phantom, but instead of the phantoms getting his soul, he got to keep his soul, um, could be very interesting. I mean, we don't know how it's gonna go. They could end up changing it, and he just thinks that way, because wasn't there, like, in Kabuto, wasn't there worms that thought they were the people? Wait, that was fucking yeah. sword. Spoiler alert. Um, so, it could end up being something like that. But either way, it's something interesting. Did you just say that was fucking Zords? It's a sword. Oh. I said it fast. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that rangers could turn into Zords or whatever fucking Noah said. Robots could turn into Zords. I don't know. Anyway, I don't, that's here nor there. Um, and then it made me think of how interesting it could have been um, to have like fan- different phantoms in the sort of main group. Kind of like how the Greeds all kind of had their own personality and like agenda. I mean, they're all the same agenda was to get medals, but I mean, their own kind of plans. And I thought it would have been interesting to have, like, the three people around uh, that were very different. Like, you have Medusa, who just follows uh, Piedmont's orders. Um, and then you have you would have Phoenix, who's just like a loose cannon that attacks anything. And then you would have Gremlin, who's just very different and is possibly human. And then I was just thinking how they missed that opportunity. Because I, I miss kind of having the sort of villain cabal as opposed to just kind of Medusa and whoever was there this week. I I think there could be a lot of potential with uh, Gremlin providing he doesn't die next episode. I really hope he doesn't. But um, 
like we had Phoenix, and the direction that Phoenix was going, we kind of felt like, oh, he might be a third party, and then he just turned out to be a giant prick. Uh, whereas Gremlin's here, and he's been helping Haruto with the stones. Um, I don't remember how the blue stone could have been him, because I th- I still feel the blue stone was strictly like Wiseman's doing. But wait, because isn't this all Wiseman's plan? Like they're like, oh, Haruto will do something. <laughs> I I don't know anymore. We don't know, but um, like he's been helping him, and he's never actually really done anything too horribly bad uh he just kind of fucking pops around goes hello and (laughs) does a stupid little laugh thing and waves his arms around um and so he's kind of a becoming a little bit of an interesting character it's still kind of one-dimensional until that moment where he saves chiaki so then he finally gets a different like level of dimension, but uh, then it's only two, so he's still flat. But um, and I, I have no idea where I'm going with this at all. I have no idea where the saving came from because she obviously doesn't know who he is. It, Maybe he cut her hair. Being, may, I don't know. Being a beautician and her being like an up and coming model, I think it might be a situation where. They cross paths, but she's kind of a prick and doesn't remember people, because she was kind of like, oh, I'm modeling shit. Uh, so I think it might be a situation like that. I mean, we'll find out next week. But. What if it's something stupid? Like when you were saying that at the beginning about uh, him being a beautician, I was what thinking, if what if it's... Never mind. Sorry. I think you're just going to say what I'm supposed what to if, say. That he just wants to protect her beauty? <laughs> or he just her? really likes her hair. Like, that would be... I could totally see them doing that, which is really sad. He's like, like, fuck I, those locks. Like, <laughs> you can't cut them. Damn it. Must They're protect too. flowing locks. Okay, Sora. Um, on. Spiral twister, motherfucker. But I, I didn't mind it all that much um i was never really bored and i i I was happy because it kind of felt like it was going somewhere ish um i still don't think it's going anywhere far it kind of like went it went down a block maybe I, i feel like they have a bunch of stuff started they just don't really pick it up like they got medusa's sister they got gremlin they have what the hell was going on with the dragons why is Infinity special? They'll probably never explain that. Um, it was made out of tears. Okay. That's like Japan code for important. Okay. They like tears. <laughs> but, like, they, they've started a bunch of things. It just seems like they can't settle down. Anyway, Aristotle, do you want time to say something? <laughs> uh, times of. Actually, third. Damn it. Um, really? No, it was okay. You're okay now. Just hurry. Okay. Damn it. No, that was something else. Sorry. I, broke I didn't something. like it. Just continue. I was saying damn it to something else that time. I broke something in half. <laughs> <laughs> it's all my fault. I've ruined the show. <laughs> in the season finale, Aerosol quits, but is somehow here at the end. <laughs> Witness <laughs> two and a half hosts <laughs> carry the show as the half host slowly disappears. 
Uh, he's slowly fading away. He's gonna come back. I feel so bad because he had such good things in the discussion. And he's like, basically, dies. Oh, snap. I'm trying. Wait, we could. <laughs> Brian, put everything in the computer sensor and just talk like that. <laughs> talk, just talk, read it. I'm trying. Aerosol says, I'm trying. <laughs> You might as well put a gun to your head so that you can know me. Uh, should we just move on? or? Yeah. yeah. There's some absurd lag. Yeah. We'll be better for the it's season. Like five. Yep. Yeah, I, I totally heard you. Okay, so now it's Key Ranger, right? Uh, Key yeah. Keep a ranger unofficial sentai summaries with I whatever. Uh, <laughs> oh, let yeah. me make sure. Okay, yeah, I was about to read episode three's summary again. You save them? I just overwrite them. Well, I I watched three and four back to back. Oh, okay. And so I watched. I typed in the same document. Um. Anyway, okay. So episode four, something about goddess of delusions or some shit. Uh, so there's Luna there, she's on the beach, so she quit, and she's on the beach now, taping herself. That's her life. And she's like, I'm dancing to Heroic Lily, something about Nico Nico Tube, which is Nico Nico Doga, which is like Japanese YouTube. Uh, even though Japan uses YouTube, but it's a thing. Anyway, uh, so she's dancing really horribly, and Hakusei shows up in the middle of the recording, and it's like... Yeah, you need to help us. And she's like, leave off or something horrible to that extent of English. And Hagase's really confused. And then the theme song is Akabare Goko, Boo whatever. Uh, and so, Numeria is at the, the cafe. I think they're at the cafe. Yeah, they are. Maybe. Yeah, they are. Um, and she's like, uh, this is my new card, and it says Yokoyama Yuko. And they're like, well, what the fuck is that? And he's like, I got married. And everyone knew, but they never told Akagi because he was so nerd. So nerd. <laughs> her mother-in-law was very anti-nerd. And so they're like, well, if he's invited, he's going to turn into some Sentai trope, and we can't have that. So he wasn't invited, and he's really pissed, and he runs off. And so the general pain makes a new monster and he sends it to Melchina with her little transfer device and he's got an iPad on his shoulder so that's a thing um, <laughs> I'm watching this show my dad's behind me watching his program on the TV and he's just like why does that monster have an iPad on his shoulder I'm like <laughs> I don't know <laughs> uh, and so he's a survivor of the machine empire black magma which is from Sun Vulcan and he's smartphone monger Apparently they were all mongers, which makes me want to watch Sun Vulcan, because that's a funny name for villains. Um, Catmonger. And, uh... <laughs> uh so he's changed everyone's Aoi backgrounds on their phone to be bloody or naked and, like, edgy. Um, and so red and yellow fight, and they're like, let's use nostalgia. They use a bunch of, like, old 70s Sentai attacks and shit. Uh, and then Moshina's there, and she's like, look it, I got a gun too. And it's the Moya Moya ZQ, because they're like, pre-order our toy. Um, and so Akagi's like, are you going to use that to transform? And she's like, well, 
You know, I never thought of that. Uses it to transform. <laughs> so her outfit loses clothes and gains a helmet. It makes sexy noise. Yep. It's uh, it's basically the same noises as the ZQN, except redone to sound weird. Um, and so the smartphone monger decides to stop Akagi by, like, beaming him message board posts of spoilers for the new Aoi movie. And he's really angry about that. And so, like, Aoi's all fucked up in the real world, too. Everyone hates it because it's all, like, gross and edgy. And they're like, ah, this shit sucks. Let's get rid of it. And they're trying to ban it and shit. Um, And so, Hakusei being the voice of Aoi, no one loves the franchise anymore. So it turns the cafe into, like, a dull uh, filter. And, like, she has no money. And so... (laughs) So there's nothing in the cafe anymore because she can't afford it. Um, and so something happened about reigniting. Um, I'm gonna call her Yoko now because that's her name, or Yuko, not Yoko. What the fuck am I doing? Uh, <laughs> what are you doing to life, Brian? Yuko is yellow. And they're like, "Well, let's reignite my delusion power by writing gay mangas." And <laughs> so they go back to the house, and Akagi's pretending to be her assistant. Kaijo Naoya, which might be a reference to something, I don't know. Um, and so she goes into her room, and it's all plain, and she, like, flips a bunch of things around, and it turns into, like, her collection is behind a bookshelf, and uh, funny shit like that. So meanwhile, Hakusei goes to Luna's agency to basically kidnap her. Uh, and so they work on the, the gay manga and enticed illusions, and they finish, and she's like, I made a Aoi manga for you to re-energize your delusions, too. Happy face. <laughs> and so they transform, and then Luna shows up. She obviously succeeded in the kidnapping. Probably just bribed her with something, but... Um, and so they all fight, and they reveal the manga was a story of Aoi confessing her love to Nobuo. And he's like, I have so much delusion power, I always my waifu, and he chose Mosos and becomes super Akiba Red. I can't believe I just said that. That's an awful phrase. Uh, so he, like, super delusions and becomes super Akiba Red with the armor on his shoulder and it's like, glomp and shit. Um, and so apparently Melchina's blaster runs out of ammo. And she just leaves. Like, she's just like, well, okay. And she just walks away. Uh, and so Akagi does the glomp slash and defeats the smartphone monger with his new super armor. And so they're back in her room and Yuko's mother-in-law is there clapping. And she's like, oh, that pose you did was awesome. Because it was based on Captain something or another. And so the... Her actual name is Horimi Etsuko. Horimi? Horimi. <laughs> Sounds like an Austin Powers name. That, that has to be. That has to be on purpose. But it's the actress's name is Horie Mitsuko. So they switched around a couple little letters there. And she, <laughs> she's like, I was an old otaku and I sang anime theme songs. And uh, they're like, Captain Choo Choo. Which was the ending theme, which is a rewrite of the Ninja Captor ending or opening theme, which the actress who's playing her mother-in-law sang with some other person. Fun facts with the overtime little 
<laughs> Aerosol just barfed thinking about <laughs> Energy Captor. Also, yay. Uh, I just mixed up that entire message. Uh, wasn't a barf. He said, be- oh, <laughs> shit. And Dawson can't read. <laughs> it's funnier if you barfed now. Now I promise everyone an upchuck. <laughs> did you? Damn it, did you alien? God damn it, too many creatures. Yay, Ninja Captor. <laughs> Say it yourself. I, I love the Because fact- I've been fading in and out. I never know if I'm here or not. <laughs> it's going to be just like next week. I love the fact that this show ended up referencing Ninja Captor, given how, like, at one point, very long time ago, Toei thought it'd be cool to count Ninja Captor as a Sentai for, like, a day. And so the fact that this show went as far as to reference Ninja Captor, I think, is absolutely hysterical. And they did it in a pretty fun way by bringing back the singer of the theme to be uh, Yellow's mother-in-law. So I think that was kind of neat. Uh, lots of little, like, one-off jokes that were really funny in this. Nothing too horribly standout-ish, but it was an interesting way of debuting the the little knife thing that gives him the super armor. My favorite part was the very idea of a villain attacking the hero with spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> that was so Akiba Ranger, and I loved it. Like, it's hilarious. Like, he was being attacked by spoilers, and he was genuinely upset. Open it up, Brian. <laughs> it's a crunch bar I found. <laughs> no, in the past. It was in the past. Wait, I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, you had to make sure you got that right. There, there was one funny bit about... Uh, he compares... He compares Yellow to Ishinomori because she wrote so much so quickly. <laughs> I just thought that was really funny because you don't see a lot of references to Ishinomori as a manga artist you mostly like hear about his like toku work so i thought it was kind of funny because the the dude more as he holds like record for being very prolific when it comes to writing manga so it was a funny nod in general unless i missed it last season they've kind of made more uh, references to like writers and stuff haven't they? Like, they, they mentioned Koichi and some producers last time. Like, I don't remember that many, like, behind-the-scenes type jokes last time. Unless I'm just forgetting it. Well, Akiba 1 was a lot of in-your-face. I think as far back as they went was maybe mentioning a trope or two and then having the, the stunt guy. I forgot what his name was. In the show. Stunt guy. But that was probably about as far as I can remember the first season going in terms of behind-the-scenes references. But... Yeah, not too much to Shay. 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 Wow. Yes, Spencer Shay. This is where I'm at in life. But, uh, a really, very entertaining episode. Yeah, it was entertaining. I liked last week's better just because of the Die Ranger stuff and we would appreciate it so much. Yeah. But I thought this week's was pretty good. Like I said, I liked the spoilers thing. I liked the introduction of the Super Form mainly because like, I liked the visual of it. Like, you can really see how funny it is. Like, he's holding her and then it just becomes an armor. <laughs> Um, and I like that his like basic fantasy of her is what became the superpower. Um, and I just kind of actually like the concept of uh, their villain like basically fighting them with delusions yeah. and continuously affecting the world. I think that's an interesting way that they're taking it. Yeah, I like the fact that he's he's essentially ruining everything they love. <laughs> um, so everything they think is good. So 
like his favorite anime, Die Ranger, you know, whatever. I also like, and we probably said this before, I like the fact that he, he's still a, a Sentai nerd, <laughs> but he's a Sentai villain nerd. <laughs> like, he likes all of the villains. I, I think that's kind of a funny antithesis to, to Red. <laughs> that was my idea from last year, but they stole it. I was listening. I said the the villain should be Sentai fans or villain fans. Remember, it was like a villain cafe. They thought it was. I don't remember. Point is, it was my idea. Um, I also liked that he uh, he taught Machina to transform by mistake. <laughs> I thought that was funny. Can you use that to transform. Um, and this went up for yeah. pre-order. I should show people how it works or what sounds it makes. Basically, I don't think it's worth it. I'm gonna wait. I'll get it when it's cheap clearance. You make it sound like you're gonna find it at Target, <laughs> like on the end cap, like seventy percent off. I hate it when people find shit I want on clearance, but I can't because my stores suck with clearance. Like the what? I forgot who it was. Found like the the samurai the shogun helmet for like nine dollars. Oh yeah, I'm I like saw I'd that. have bought it for nine dollars. Yeah, I hate when that shit happens. I was like, I go to my Walmart, there's like no clearance at all anymore. Or I go to Walmart, it's the same clearance I've had for like three months that isn't on clearance like at all. It's like $2 off. I hate that Walmart. Oh, that's really stupid. Or like even worse, it'll be like, sale, normally five ninety nine on sale, five seventy seven. <laughs> Are you being fucking kidding? <laughs> like seriously. That's ridiculous. Like, Target does that more, and they'll put, like, the big as-advertised stickers out on both Target and Walmart. Like, I think they're trying to get stupid people to think there's a sale because it's, like, a shiny ticket. <laughs> like, I honestly think that's the idea behind it. Like, as-advertised, we're charging what we should be. That's basically what they're saying. <laughs> I'll keep Ranger turning into a talk about sales and as-advertised. Brian, or any Aerosmith, this applies to you too, I guess, because Walmart's exist. Do your Walmarts carry Ben 10, either of you? No. Uh, I have no clue. Oh, uh, because mine just stopped carrying them, and my local Target put like all their Ben 10 stuff on clearance. And yeah, I was going to get those little figures because they were like three-something, and I still haven't. So I don't know what's going on, because I'm looking for Wave 4, and everyone's getting rid of it, and I'm sad. Toywith.com. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's like, want to pre-order your figure at the Big Bad Toy Store? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Anyway, I guess it's time for... Oh, shit, penises. Speaking of dicks, let's talk about Garo. <laughs> um... Now I'm going to have to think of a way to talk about dicks at the end of Akiba Ranger. <laughs> We're going to have to splice dicks in. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> um, at the beginning of this episode, I was sitting here going, you know, there isn't going to be much to talk about. Like, they all, it was just kind of nonsense. And then about no a little bit before halfway through, like, just shit started hitting the fan over and over again. Yeah. <laughs> and it really startled me, like... <laughs> <laughs> like the beginning of the episode, I, I I wasn't bored, but I'm just like, well, nothing's really happening. This is just kind of it was just the continuation continuing. of continuing, and then all of a sudden, it's like, shit happens. I'm like, okay, here yeah. we go. Now it's a thing. So that uh, I have no idea what the fuck her name is. It's the police woman. That chick. 
she done be a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that translates to she has been turned into a, a model horror. Which... Somehow, we still don't really know how that happens. Yeah. But, yeah well, she's, she's we kind of questioned last week whether or not her eating the people was part of the process, and it looks like it probably is, but still not entirely clear <laughs> about what's going on. Does everyone have the ability to eat people's spirits? Because that's kind of gross. <laughs> but I wonder if it has if it has to do with her contact to the horrors, or uh, what? I don't know. But I... Honestly, when the when the series began, I really didn't expect her to go this route. I kind of just expected it to go where it seemed like we were going last episode, where it was just this begrudging friendship between her and the main character. But that was now it looks like she's she's the opposition since she is one of the horrors. Wait, I don't mind it at oh, yeah. all, but. It was kind of quick, I think. With last episode, they're like, oh, let's not be friends, but we're just going to be kind of assholes to each other. It'll still be fun. <laughs> and now, like, the horror basically is taken over, and she's like, yeah, I'm going to fucking kill you. <laughs> like, it was In one span of episode, like, the entire dynamic changed completely. It was kind of sudden, but I, I mean, I don't mind it. It was just kind of weird to me. I i was kind of not confused, but more just curious about whether or not she was fully aware that she killed and ate her boyfriend. I don't uh, think so. Because she seemed convinced that he, uh, Garo, had killed him. And... She doesn't always seem fully aware. Like, she does seem like... It seems like she thinks it's more of a dream than anything else right. that's going on. So, I am curious if she's fully aware that she's a, a horror, but at the same time, <laughs> she is sort of talking to herself. <laughs> yeah, and one of her voices is a dude. Yeah. <laughs> and, as... As... uh Is... Tend to, you know what I'm trying to say. That happens. People people get dudes' voices in their heads. Okay. Um, I'll believe you. <laughs> You're the same yeah. guy here. I believe you. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's kind of interesting. It, I so I that is kind of how I rationalize sort of the pacing that's been going on. Because it doesn't feel too quick if she isn't fully grasping the situation. But yeah. at the same time, I, I can I can agree that it, it has it, it just kind of happened like this. Things really kind of kicked off in these past two episodes. And I I like like I said last week I like where it's going. We're only five. Five, yeah. Five episodes in. And it's been really enjoyable so far. And the the storyline is actually kind of continuous. Um, 
season one of Garo in particular had a real issue at the beginning of being very episodic since I had to set up so much. Yeah. But this one kind of has to set up a lot too because it is very independent of the original two shows, yet it's still keeping a continuous plot. And I like that. I'm glad that they finally kind of grasped that concept, I guess. Yeah. I feel like the most episodic we've gotten this season is really just the the big fat monster that was lured. Yeah, and that was, like I said, that was because of the tip budget. So Yeah. <laughs> we, we've got an explanation for that one. So. It is kind of interesting to see where we go from here, because, like I said, I, I wasn't really expecting them to do that with her character. So I, I'm interested in seeing what else they have planned, because it's... We're kind, we're kind of in the dark. <laughs> yeah. We, we said that last week, too. Like It's fun with Garo, because we have no idea what's happening, because there isn't those leaks like there is with uh, Ryder and Sentai. So, I mean, I, who knows what's going to happen? I mean, eventually I feel like she's going to be... I mean, she could develop into the main bad person. I doubt it. I feel... Well, no, the the head, the voice in her head mentioned serving the master, so he clearly isn't the master unless he likes to talk in the third person. <laughs> so we'll see what happens there, but obviously she's going to be important to some degree. I don't know how long it's going to be until we see what the quote-unquote master looks like. <laughs> it It would be kind of interesting to see how her, uh, I guess, humanity comes into play. Since we, the horrors before were just like manifestations of people's like darker sides, but now it's like she is the horror, so it is kind of kind of a unique situation for for a Garo series, um, and so it, it does kind of leave leave things up in the air as to like yeah right now she's declared that she's gonna kill Garo but you never know exactly how it's gonna carry out especially since again she's she's still kind of human (laughs) and she can't kill Garo he's the main character (laughs) unless it's all a ploy and there'll be another new Garo (laughs) Next episode, he dies. Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, All that said, there there wasn't a whole lot in this episode uh, outside of what we just covered. Yeah. Um, The, like you said, it really didn't start picking up till about halfway through. And the first half really was just sort of continuing on with um, with her her dreaming of being people and um, sort of this weird relationship that she's developing with uh, Leanne? Leanne? Is that her name? The priestess? Uh, yeah, Leanne. Um, so Please check and- turn into a whore at the end. 
by which he means she put on a dress and wore some makeup. It's yeah. <laughs> my definition. <laughs> At least when you're a policewoman. <laughs> well, I mean, she used to come in in a fucking, like, wife beater and pants. Just sitting there drinking and shit. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, I'm a whore. She said that. That was like actual dialogue. That was the sub. You know, when you guys talk about this, I have a hard time distinguishing between whore and horror. <laughs> like, Same I'm, thing, really. It's like, is it like, she is one. Is a horror like a whore that's even more horish than normal? Depends on which horror we're talking about. <laughs> oh, okay. Because the tip budget episode, <laughs> yes. <laughs> it was definitely a horror. Horror, horror. I suddenly have yogurt. <laughs> I feel like horror, horror should be like a game show. Like it's going to be a thing. One, a lot of the ones that took over, like, women tended to be kind of whorish. <laughs> it, it could be horror, horror. That's a, that's a great idea. Welcome back to horror or horror. <laughs> Such a good idea. <laughs> you take that to the bank, buddy. I will. <laughs> no idea. All right, Japan. I'll be like, hey, <laughs> dear Japan. <laughs> <laughs> I write the country. Addresses it to all of Japan. <laughs> Let me make your country better with this game show. <laughs> uh, and they'll be like, we've already got that. <laughs> It'll be sad because there's already been a thing. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that, well, that's kind of all I really have to say about Garo. I don't know yeah. about you, but. I'm pretty done. It was kind of a thinner episode, with the exception of everything that actually, you know, moved the story, which. It was a bit. <laughs> mm-hmm. De- definitely some, some stuff we didn't expect. Because now it's time for Ramble, Ramble, Ramble time. <sighs> New version this week. So, Pokemon, what the fuck was it about? I have no idea. All right, so now that <laughs> um, Shit, mysteriously. Did I watch it? <laughs> I don't know. I did, but I don't remember. Wait, wait, N wasn't in it. Team Rocket probably tried to steal Pikachu. No, I don't think Team Rocket was in this one. Yes, they were. Okay, they weren't. I don't know. Because I watched... I watched it was, Saturday was a long time ago, guys. Um, it's almost Saturday again. <laughs> when you're listening to this, it will be Saturday again. Because last time was N. They were on a boat. Now they're not on the boat. Let's see. Oh, it was the one with Sharon. Who? Oh! The, the battle guy. And he's, like, really self-conscious about battling. Didn't he beat yeah. Ash the Herdier? Yeah. That's it was Herdier versus Oshawott. I mean, granted, Herdier's awesome. Well, Herdier's my... awesome, and Oshawott's pretty butt-fucking stupid. Like, like, I love Oshawott, but he's pretty dumb. Like, when I remember when our, we were both raising Lillipups, when we started Black and White, they would just tackle shit, kill it. It was pretty much just like that Eevee killing that Dredagon, but with a Lillipup. <laughs> Eevee, use tackle. Dredagon faints. What? 
<laughs> he used tackle during it's like Draw! <laughs> so strong. Um, this Evie. I mean, it was just kind of a generic gym episode, but just there's no gym portion. Yeah, especially since he doesn't need any more badges. Like, how how do we make a gym battle without it being a gym battle? Let's call it an exhibition match. Okay. Let's make the gym leader not want to battle like at all. And wait, what city was he in? Because didn't he take over for Aunt Jemima in the game? He wasn't there. He got her badge, but he was in a, um, whatever town he was in oh, here. I don't remember that. Wait, who was the, the first gym leader you fought? I know, but I just don't remember. I didn't know that it wasn't the same town. <laughs> I just assumed. <laughs> because he took over the type and everything. He's like, screw all these Pokemon at the end of the last game. Let's get a Lollipop. Or her deer. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that was an this okay episode. city is the name. That was an okay episode, once you remember it. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see. Oh, yeah. There was a thing with Axu got lost. No, Axu didn't get lost. Everyone else got lost. Because Pikachu fucked up the PA system and scared the shit out of everyone. <laughs> Stupid Pikachu. Don't you ever do that again. Okay. P-P-K-Chu. Sharon was voiced by Todd Habercorn, and that was pretty neat. Who the hell is that? Todd Habercorn? What kind of a name is that? A. B. Who is that? Fuck you. Who does he voice? Somebody I know? People. (laughs) Frog. Oh, that doesn't count. Fuck you and fuck your mother. Well, I don't watch that, so it doesn't count. I have to get the Kevin quote in because we don't know where he is. <laughs> I was going to say, you're slowly turning into Kevin with each <laughs> passing moment. The role of Kevin is now being played by Blind Dragley. <laughs> Blind? <laughs> That's what I get for trying to do a bit with a mouthful of yogurt. <laughs> Why do I always have to... It almost sounded like Blind Dagley. <laughs> oh funny. no, I can't see. But seriously, who does Cornhaver have? I mean, voice. I don't, go look it up. I don't fucking know. Uh, well, what's his name? I'm going to search it. Todd. Todd Cornhaver. <laughs> Did you mean Todd Copenhaver? Is that the <laughs> one? Who the hell's Todd Copenhaver? He's on LinkedIn. Why, why did you bring it up if you don't know what he does? He's a voice he's actor. Sergeant Frog. That's all? Get up, get up, get up, get up. The pictures for Tom Copenhaver is a dude in a hoodie, a mugshot, a, a dude in a suit, a dude by a bed, and a dude in a hoodie that looks kind of like Ivan. What's his name? Cop and what? Beal? Capricorn. Capricorn? Capricorn. Judy Hopperfeld. Remember that from Mr. Feeney? Look at him. What a douchebag. <laughs> Look at him. He looks like a douche. Where are you, Wikipedia? Well, now I have to. I think me and Keith are going to kill you. Um. Let's see. Let's see. <laughs> we'll do it, Keith. Dragon Ball Z, can you voice an Android don't, 19? Don't feed him. <laughs> he voiced Android 19 in Dragon Ball Z Kai. That sort of counts. Um, I'm not seeing anything redeemable here. 
Wait, wait. <laughs> Dragon Ball series Android 19 Tarball. I read it as table. Dude, <laughs> table. <laughs> yeah, this guy isn't voicing anything memorable. I don't recognize any of this. Let's see. There's a show called Glass Fleet. Oh, I thought it said feet. It's not as funny as. He was Ling in Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. I never watched that. Fuck you. Doesn't count. Well, you don't watch anime, so you're not going to fucking know anything. I know about little robots, Brian, and tech. (laughs) That's in Japanese. (laughs) What is it? For now, anyway. It's supposed to get dubbed, but I don't think it ever will. We can't find a network. Give it to Nickelodeon, they'll fuck it up. <laughs> Team Nick. Team doesn't give a shit anymore. That's my team. I thought hey. of what? That's what? your team? <laughs> I knew you were gonna say that. Oh, that's what I was thinking of the other day. Anime reminded me when we were talking about anime. Was when people try to make a Toku reference out of everything, like Iron Man. That's like trying to make all cartoons anime. Like saying, oh man, I'm going to go watch this American anime called Adventure Time. Oh, God. That's I've, I've heard people use the term American anime before. It, it was usually for things like Teen Titans and shit. Oh, Those well, people can suck my spirit bomb. <laughs> <laughs> That'll make Sorry. sense later. <laughs> but it already did. <laughs> but yeah. that's what I thought about. It's like, that's how stupid that sounds. Now I bet there probably are people that do that. Anyway, enough about corn haver. He's got enough corn. Revolution. Is it recording? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I would just wanted to make sure you didn't hit the stop button after we've been recording for hours. Um, so, I'm trying to remember what this episode was about now. Oh, stuff. <laughs> stuff? Oh, yeah, they're like fighting on a boat and they're like, you can't kill this guy. And they're like, we gotta kill him. And then they punched each other and there was like shooting. I think I just described every episode. (laughs) Like, it it was a lot of kind of nonsense. Nonsense. What's her fucking name? Rachel? Juliet? Juliet, yeah. Her Uh, name is Rachel, but her name's like. Got. I almost said damage. Like she's a robot. She, 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 she got her car. She fell like, down a cliff. She rolled down the hill and like her legs fucked. And like nothing more important than the dark sport. Oh fuck! <laughs> Aaron's like, uh, I can't leave without you. And she's like, Well, I'd leave you. And he's like, <laughs> I leave you, Aaron. You got a pussy on your face. <laughs> He's like, you don't mean it. I actually kind of do. I'm just using his legs as an excuse to talk trash about this guy. <laughs> you left your Asian wife. How many nerds uh, would love And that? now Aaron's... That he, that he left his Asian wife? No, they want an Asian wife. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't have a joke for that now. Um... I was gonna say, and then now Aaron's like the chosen one, the chosen one of the ancient yeah, newspaper like, article that prophesied that he would save the world. They, they didn't explain that at all. Just like your picture is in here, and you did something important of some sort. My husband saw your picture. He's like, "Wow, this guy looks famous. I better give him the medallion or whatever they are, or pendant or whatever." And then we'll melt them all on acid. 
Um, like, what was I saying? Oh yeah, the episode pissed me off. Like, it was just kind of poorly put together. It was so random. I could barely remember why Miles, why Miles was fighting Neville. Besides the fact they hated each other, that was the only reason. Like, yeah, like he like punched Charlie one time. Oh yeah, well she deserved it. Like, Charlie, what was the like, a horse for a face. <laughs> Like, what was the plot? Like, Monroe wanted to make anthrax. He was, he was like, he was making like anthrax bombs or some shit. They thought the brilliant plan was to kidnap the dude and have him make anthrax for them. <laughs> brilliant. And so Charlie's like, "Let's get him out of here." I'm like, "You're causing unnecessary fighting," and they killed a whole bunch of people. They're like fighting amongst themselves. I'm like, you guys are stupid. I'm like, I just pictured a bunch. <laughs> Rome militia people watching them from the shore, just watching this rebel group fight each other on boats. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Uh, well, I don't. I disagree with him, and this guy's black, and his haircut pisses me off, and she has a horse face. I'm like, all right, whatever. <laughs> okay. Like, I just don't think it was played very well. Like, I think that the the what's his face Neville working with them could have been an interesting dynamic, and then they just had this really messy episode to follow it up. Yeah, like I was kind of excited because, like you said, there was a lot of potential there. I mean, and, and there still is. I think the show's still got a couple episodes, but um, two. But yeah, it they they, they they're together now, and then you waste this episode where they're stuck on a boat with a guy that makes anthrax bombs. <laughs> it's always a waste of your life to just be like, on a boat was, with anthrax. I mean, it was a thing, but I was. Ended up being more interested in any of the scenes that involved Aaron and Rachel than I did with the people on the boat. Because Aaron tackled the dude. Because you're not going to rape Julia. I love it when Aaron attacks anyone because <laughs> it's so like awful. He's just like, <laughs> it's like Link, but not effective. Like it's funny. She's like, "Huh, what do we have here?" And then he's just like, "Oh!" He just tackles the one guy. <laughs> <laughs> like there's two guys there and he, he tackles the one and stabs him and like ignores the guy with the gun <laughs> and Aaron's so awful he had to get rescued by a, a girl with a broken leg <laughs> and I like how the the other guy like completely ignores the fact that there's this chick that could totally get the gun and shoot him because he's too busy trying to punch Aaron in the face a bunch <laughs> He's a good distraction, uh, I'll give him that. I like how stupid it was just when she kept shooting her bullets at the door. When they would like, it was clearly a trick to get her to waste her ammo because they would knock on the door and she would shoot. <laughs> and then they did it again. This time I know it's going to be real. <laughs> and so she unloaded the whole clip on the door. Why wouldn't you wait till you see a person? It's not as if they could have instantaneously got to her. Wait until they just opened the door. That's what, that's what I meant. Wait till you see a person. They open it. Theoretically, they could have pointed their guns at the door and killed her, but. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's stupid. <laughs> they, they didn't get to Google how to kill someone if on the her, internet. If her stupid so. little pistol could go through the door, I think their fucking submachine guns could go through the door. Just Which a hunch. Is. I think they just liked trolling her. <laughs> like, they were like, knock, knock. <laughs> Lol, she keeps doing it. See if she does it again. Knock, knock. <laughs> She's out wish, of bullets. Let's go troll her. I wish I could tweet about this. <laughs> they just put it on the community message board with hashtags. <laughs> Hashtag dumb bitch. Post on community board. 
<laughs> can I just imagine like every town having a board and you just like put little pieces of parchment up there? <laughs> Today I killed a hashtag dumb bitch. <laughs> hashtag still survive the apocalypse. One little parchment just says Charlie's a horse. <laughs> hashtag horse. <laughs> But I mean, it, like, it didn't really. I, I wasn't bored. It just felt really out of place given what happened last episode. They're like, they do that whole thing, and then they're like, oh, you have to work for Georgia now, Neville. And he's like, okay. And then we're on a boat. <laughs> I just think that the whole, like, recent batch of episodes have been random. Like, they've been standalone things that they just wanted to do. Like I said, they just like have a bunch of ideas and then just do them all. And it's like, I'm so tired of the Miles like, I don't want to become dark again. And I have this arm. He's like, God damn it, Miles, stop brooding. <laughs> Shut up and go get a haircut. Seriously. It's getting out of control. Like, I'm so tired of it. I almost feel like that's something they could have. I mean, it's a good element of story, but that's something they could have done, save for later. Like, they didn't have to bring up him being in control of an army again this season. I guess they didn't know they were getting it. But you should plan like that so it doesn't seem so rushed. I don't know. It's kind of like they, they did everything they wanted to do in the first season. Rescue Danny. Stupid no, I Danny. I don't really think anyone wanted to do that. <laughs> people, are, people are joining up because of Danny. Why? They want to dress like a farm boy? <laughs> Like, I don't get it. He didn't do anything. He shot down the thing, sure, but he got shot in the process. What an idiot. I don't know. I thought that was stupid. <laughs> I still feel bad about that episode. I'm like, God, is he going to be f- walking around with everyone for the second half of the season? I hope he dies. Two minutes later. <laughs> oh, shit. Sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean it. Except I kind of did, but sorry. Uh but yeah, let's hope that it at least finishes strong enough so I'll be at least somewhat looking forward to the second season. I have a feeling it probably will. The episode right before the mid-season break was pretty good, so... Oh yeah, where the power came on and they rescued people. Miles was like... The helicopter. Miles could have killed Monroe. He was like, I'm not your friend anymore. He walks away. Dude, you could have stabbed him. He's like, nope, tiny robot. <laughs> Monroe's like, I could step on this robot right now, but I have a robot too. (laughs) Which they apparently control through texting. (laughs) (laughs) Like, they just give commands, fuck shit up. Robot, fuck shit up. (laughs) Just type in fuck shit up. (laughs) That's probably what they do. Half the time it's like Pokemon, they tell them to go. I'm like, dude, you're the one controlling it. It's not even sentient. Unless they become sentient later, but... I don't know things. Alright, now it's time to slide into a different time zone, which where there's more people. Let's step over the giant hole in the space-time continuum to get to <laughs> Doctor Who, which makes sense given Doctor Who. Okay. <laughs> so, what did that happen in this one? Uh, now I'm trying to remember. They were at Sweetums Factory. Oh, with, and the, yeah, with the 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 shit with the with the red, cr- the crimson horror, horror. Woo! <laughs> oh, let's play horror or horror. 
This uh, one featured no horrors and a lot of horrors. I don't know. This episode was strange. It it, it felt very Doctor Who. Like it, it was just kind of a generic Doctor Who episode. Not <laughs> the first twenty minutes without the Doctor. Yeah, that was a thing. It was just a bunch of red people. And the gang got a gang now. Yes. Sorry, <laughs> I just always like that one. He was so excited about it. Um, I'm trying to think what I want to say about it. I was kind of hoping for more Clara bits, just based off the fact that they knew her, other than him be like them trying to ask the doctor about it, him just kind of shushing them. <laughs> but like, but she's the shush now, shush now. <laughs> um, I th- I mentioned this in our private talks, but I didn't. Exp- I thought that it was going to be the great intelligence again, but it was just that little thing. It looked like a miniature version of those. Slovene aliens from the ninth series. It was a little tit sucker. Fifth series. Wait, I'm thinking ninth doctor. What series was that? Fuck, doesn't matter. The ninth doctor. Um, but I was not expecting like this is Mister Sweet. I'm like, I was not expecting that. <laughs> we'll just take it back to its home planet, smushes with Kane. More silence. Good, good. It's <laughs> going. Somebody say something, for the love of God. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> I just hear this. <laughs> I don't know. Like, okay, am I the only one that liked the first part of series seven better than the second part so far? Oh no, I agree completely. Like, as much as I yeah. like Clara, like, it just—I I think it might be upped a little bit, like once some things are explained, but. Everything, it, there's just, there feels like a huge disconnect between part one and part two. Like, it should be a different season. Yeah, it does feel And good. it, it's just kind of weird to me. But, I mean, it wasn't, like, I, I don't hate a lot of the episodes. They're just not as good as the first part. Yeah, because I, I like the pretty much most all the episodes from the first part, and I've rewatched them several times. But these, I don't know. Like you said, I don't hate them or anything. They're just kind of okay. Like I do like Clara as a companion. It's just it's instead of saying oh, I like the whole episode, I'll like like a line or something that they said. <laughs> I said like twice in a row. I'm a total Valley Girl now. Right. I was just thinking about a spirit bomb right now. <laughs> I did think that. It was very random at the end to have the kids all of a sudden being investigating her horribly photoshopped pictures. Huh? <laughs> I hate when that happened. <laughs> at the end, she showed up at home and the kids are like, look, we found those photoshopped pictures of you. You've been all over time. Hmm. And we found this picture of Clara number two. So does she just keep pictures of herself on her no, computer? No, they found her. They, they found, found them on the internet. Okay. Yeah, they searched Clara in time. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. Why were they looking her up? How did they like? What they fucking in their history books? They're like, oh shit, look at our. Who was the photographer at the haunted mansion? (laughs) (laughs) Is the entirety of Doctor Who filmed like the office where there's just a camera crew following the doctor around? (laughs) (laughs) Like, I don't get that one. I was thinking about when she saw the picture of number two Clara where. She probably could have just thought that was a future version of herself that hasn't happened yet. You know, that's what I would think. 
I wouldn't think, oh, I've died four times. I'd probably think, oh, that probably just hasn't happened to me yet. Like, oh, I've never been here. Well, you could be. <laughs> but if she hasn't yet, then it, she never has. Because it hasn't happened yet to have happened at some point. I don't fucking know. It hasn't happened, but yet. This is just like the podcast. <laughs> It's very confusing. We've all died at least four times. <laughs> I'm dying right now. <laughs> good, good to know. Um, oh, those those people were in there again. Astra and Jenny and Strax. They're a thing. But they're so, like, just there. They're always there. I feel like they didn't have as many funny parts this time. And by they, I mean Strax. <laughs> Insert some joke about grenades. Well, there the was t- one that made me laugh pretty hard. I don't remember what it was, though. The other two aren't funny. They just sit there and be like, oh, we're like a fortune teller or something. He did make that one dude faint. Strax. Well, he, he fainted for everyone. Everyone made that dude Except faint. Jenny, because she's true. the person. <laughs> the person. Who shouldn't be named Jenny because the doctor's daughter's named Jenny, and now I'm just confused. Cause and he married his own daughter slash daughter. Because there shouldn't be two people named Jenny. Listen, this is just like the Haruki Haru dilemma, where they both have the same name, but they're not. Haruki and Hikaru. Damn it, stop showing off. And I like how on Wikipedia, <laughs> Strax redirects to Vastra's page because he doesn't get his own page. What's uh oh yeah, next week is Cybermen and then isn't it the finale? Yeah, Cybermen and then the name of the doctor or whatever. It's it's Cornelius. Somehow I feel like the name of the doctor is gonna be awful. I don't know. I see a bunch of people and be like, it's gonna ruin the show. I'm like, alright, let's ruin this. I want this to happen. Whenever people like don't want something to happen, I want it to happen and vice versa. I'm pretty anti everything. Yeah, you are. Yeah. So now I kind of don't want it to happen. <laughs> what's the doctor's name? Yeah. I don't think they'll start calling him that. Whatever it is. I honestly, I, I just kind of doubt it'll happen. I know I'll, it's it called the doctor's won't. name, but like it just some of the like, seem like it would. Clara might find out, but River I don't think it. we'll find out. Yeah. I mean, they have that big Clara fucking knew. Book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think she forgot. Because of the big friendly button or whatever. But. I don't know. River knows it. Um, The office is trending for some reason. Anyway. They just had a new episode today. Oh, well, it's 1240. Maybe people are DVRing it. I don't know. Anyhow. um, That's all the Rumble Time shows, isn't it? Mm hmm. Damn. Next week we might have tiny robots to talk about that don't yeah, appear quite as tiny. We're talking about Dan Balsinki Warriors next season. And, and I would like to talk about Falling Skies this summer, but I get a feeling Brian's not going to watch it. I'll watch whatever I want. <laughs> right? I thought that I found it like yesterday for you to watch streaming, but it was like catch up on the season on TNT's site, and then it's just like here's when the marathon's going to be. So they're going to air it all like in a weekend or two or something. So you can just DVR the shit out of it. Tell me when. I think it's on demand. It was at one point. You know they might put it up because I uh, that's how I watched season one it was all on demand. So keep an eye out for it the next few weeks. I didn't even think about that. Thank you, on demand. Anyway, 
Now it's time for... The Facebook question of the bi-weekliness. So this week's question was simple, was what is your favorite sitcom? I only asked this because I've been watching a lot of sitcoms lately, and I couldn't think of any good toku questions. <laughs> I actually thought of one a while ago, but I forgot to write it down. <laughs> the story of every week. Okay. Um, well, fuck you. <laughs> and your sass. Sassy. Anyway. Um, Nicholas Hernan Hoff says, Scrubs, JD is awesome, Dr. Cox is awesome, <laughs> Turk is awesome, just everyone is awesome and hilarious. Jesse Long says, Martin and Home Improvement. Fuck yeah, Home Improvement. Caesar R. Suspitas says, Breaking Bad, the hilarious tale of a guy in his midlife crisis. Oh, wait. Uh, <laughs> How I Met Your. <laughs> <laughs> How I Met Your. <laughs> How I Met Your something. <laughs> for, for the real end. Because it's legend, wait for it, Derry and Barney, always Barney. Hashtag bro awesome. <laughs> I read it as brossom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Nicholas Tubb says full house because Uncle Motherfucking Jesse. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, Gary Baker says hooray for an easy question for once. I paused to smile. Thank you, Supreme <laughs> Lord Dawson. Anyway, it's a show that I know you and I and Kevin. Hi, Kevin. He's not here. <laughs> Can relate to how I met your mother. Fucking mother. Whoa, calm down. Oh, I read it twice. That's funny. How I Met Your Fucking Mother. Heart, Zomg, Neil Patrick Harris. Also, they have that chick from American Pie that married What's-His-Face and laugh tracks, lots and lots of laugh tracks and plays, and especially a lot of bromances. Oh, and also Boy Meets World. Fuck yeah, Feeny. <laughs> Best text ever. And now I'm rambling. Tangent time, yay. Dawson and Kevin, still not here. Do you have the playbook slash bro code? Kevin has it. Uh, sorry for the long answer, but yeah. Pause. Okay. Damn it, Nickazoo, get out of here! <laughs> Nicholas Turnhoff says again that I don't care that I'm going two times in a row. It wasn't it's for the season three. It's for the season three finale, after all. Community. Community. <laughs> I can't choose between Scrubs and Community. Three characters Annie. Chang and Dean. I like how he doesn't even say favorite. Like, those are just three characters in the show. <laughs> uh, I'm only forgiving him. We just start listing characters now. <laughs> characters Sean, Eric, Rachel. <laughs> Ryan? I know. T. T.K. says, Boy Means World, duh, Topanga, who doesn't want her? I wanted to see her promised land and her calling me Don Francisco. (laughs) Don't mess with me and Boy Meets World references, Dawson. I wasn't messing with anybody. Uh, (laughs) Kevin K. Phantom Thong. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's Phantom Thong. Sorry, I couldn't resist. I don't usually watch sitcoms, but sometimes I'll watch an episode of The Big Bang Theory if it's on. I only really watch animated sitcoms like Family Guy and Simpsons, but my favorite is probably Futurama. Really, I couldn't tell by your avatar. Why? Because Mexican bending robot that smokes and drinks and Dr. Zoidberg. Phases. <laughs> it's a of Zoidberg. Oh, I really hate that show. Next up is Danger, Danger, Joe Bailey. Nice. He, and he answers with, Heil, honey, I'm home. <laughs> Or 
friends and buddies, <laughs> both just fantastic answers. <laughs> uh. Also, I hate you because I had to look up the second one. I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> I'm not going to look it up now. Good. Well, eventually. <laughs> oh. Uh, do it around lots of people. <laughs> Colony Watkins says, "Don't know really." That's so Raven. Cute aerosol singing. Nope. That's a fail. <laughs> Alex Ryder says, "Gabuteria and friends." Why? <laughs> um, I lost where we were. Uh, Gabuteria and friends. How can you lose that? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I've never heard of it. Ian <laughs> Contreras. Oh my god. He says you Seinfeld. You got it right. Um, AJ Wentz says, Friends because of Smelly Cat. Oh my god. Fat Monica. How you doing? <laughs> and the 10 year build up to uh, Ross and Rachel finally getting together. This isn't just my favorite sitcom. It could possibly be one of my favorite shows in general. Anthony Ciano says, Boy Meets World. You learn so many life lessons from Mr. Feeney and show, and the show in general is funny and just gives you all the feels in one... I hate that. In one episode, and thank you MTV2 for showing reruns. They do show it quite often. Mark Cruz says... Oh, damn it, Facebook. Yeah, fuck you, Facebook. Something <laughs> stupid. Fuck you, Zuckerberg. Uh, Mark Cruz says, I guess I'm going to age a bit. Married with children. <laughs> that rhymed. <laughs> Wait. Is he fucking up for you, too? <laughs> yes. I heard, but married. Long pause. That rhymed. <laughs> really? Yeah. My... <laughs> 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 Try not being like that. Oh no, how not be like this? It's a little better there. Well, tell if I'm still like that or not. You're good. I mean, a little bit. Like, you're okay. Is he reading it? Anyway, to continue. <laughs> continue he said i watched just to see how close they'd come to showing tits on national television really okay um good times very good times Brody taylor gage says boy meets world and the big bang theory lawrence tubb says gotta be family matters matters i was getting an accent for the next part urkel's dumbass always makes you laugh I was getting into that sort of accent, but then I messed it up on the first part. Why are you laughing? <laughs> this ain't no game. Oh my god, Jarvis. This could be the best name ever. Jar- Jar- Jarvis Jamar Jarvis Lamar. Awesome. awesome. Just awesome. Probably maybe it's the world. <laughs> that is amazing. Uh. Oh, anchor crab, you bitch. This ray of sunshine over here. Alan Brown's over here. He's fucking glowing. 
<laughs> I hate sitcoms. Period. You have no soul. I like how it because of his name being like so basic makes it sound like he just is he just doesn't it, like he, anything. He follows up Javaris, Jamar Javarison, Lamar. He's <laughs> like, you can't follow that. <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> All right. Out of curiosity, is that your legit name or is that just some like Facebook alias? Because if you're really Javaris Javarison, then props. He's got Jamar in between. That's incredible. Well, that's a middle name. Middle names don't count. Fuck you. He's JJJL. <laughs> um, anyway, Edward Sumbrero, quick, says maybe two and a half men, but it's not getting that much better, so maybe I'll go with Gabuchera and Friends. Damn, Aristotle's show's getting popular. It's going to win all the awards next year. Gabuchera's going to replace Austin, Austin Kutcher. <laughs> Will Hart says two and a half men and the Big Bang Theory. What? Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. So this is the Big Bang Theory. Look at my picture. I'm the real Samurai <laughs> Pink. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I believe you. Rafi Fernandez says my favorite sitcom is RR. Not. Fuck you, man. My favorite <laughs> sitcom is really Two and a Half Men. Like, and I like how it's that. After you say us, I mean, granted, they're similarly crude, but still. Chenick Stewart. Chenex. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's my favorite one ever. <laughs> says Gabutira and friends. Great characterization and racist old people are always welcomed. Um, I, I, yeah, okay. <laughs> Jer- Jared Castile says my favorite sitcom would have to be Boy Meets World or Two and a Half Men. No, fuck it. I want to panga lols. <laughs> Jeff. Moses says, new would be Big Bang Theory, old slash classic, pro- classic, probably like Full House. Everywhere you look. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle motherfucking Jesse. <laughs> ben Mitchell says, the Big Bang Theory and Family Matters. That was almost Jeff's answer. <laughs> uh, Kiefer Martin says, I find that I tend to enjoy sitcoms with insane gimmicks, so I'm going with Alf. That's an oldie. Uh, you just can't beat a wacky alien puppet doing whatever the crap he wants, despite the fact that nine times out of ten he ends up either setting things on fire or getting the government involved. Plus it has the ultimate running gag of Alf, don't eat the cat. Fuck you, Willie. So it, what? So it's clearly in the upper... Uh, fucking big words. I, I echelon. Echelon. I can't say things. Of comedy. Echelon. 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 Damn it, Kiefer. <laughs> you broke him. <laughs> it's late and I can't talk. Eric Beltran says two broke girls. We still got half a podcast to record. We already recorded it. Shush. Don't give away our travel secrets. The time cops will get us. G-Den will be like, I'm an asshole and I have a face on me. Charles Chong says, I don't know. Well, thanks. <laughs> so much yeah, thought was Yeah, put. I have to ask, why, why answer at that point? <laughs> Don't even just upset me. Man, you upset him. What do we, do? we give our answers. Yep. Um, uh, new... I like. Why is there a new and old? Can't you just have a favorite? 
No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, for newer sitcoms, Two Broke Girls is probably my favorite. Um, I love Big Bang Theory. I think it's run its course a little bit. But, um, there's that. Uh, I don't really have a favorite for old ones. <laughs> After all that. After all falling out. I like... I like sitcoms in general. Okay. Um, it's kind of a tough one because I've actually gotten into quite a few recently that I really like. Um, but overall, still, I'd have to say How I Met Your Mother just because I really love all the characters and it gives me lots of material. Um, with Community probably coming in close second. Um, it's I, I'm kind of torn because... On one hand, you have the more like traditional um, the Big Bang Theory or Full House or whatever nonsense. <laughs> I, I tend to hate those kinds of shows. I just generally tend to really dislike them. So it, in respect, I can totally agree with Helen. But when it comes to like more non-traditional sitcoms, which are becoming more... Um, Popular? More more common, like The Office, Park, uh, Parks and Rec. Uh, I tend to like, I tend to like them. Um, personally, my favorite sitcom is uh, "It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia," which no one answered. <laughs> it was kind of sad. That's the one with the bearded guy from uh, Horrible Bosses, right? Yeah, Charlie Day yeah. plays a. Uh, Charlie. Well, that would be easy to remember. <laughs> but um, I, I really, I really love just what they do because it's completely absurd. And none, like none of it's, it doesn't follow any sort of coherent, overarching plot. It's just these people are terrible people, <laughs> just terrible people. Like for instance, the pilot episode is called The Gang Gets Racist. <laughs> that is the pilot. <laughs> I feel like this is the next show I should check out. <laughs> the, the season finale of that season was called Charlie Got Molested. <laughs> it's it's absurd. It's really raunchy. Um, it, it's on FX, so they definitely get away with a lot more. But... Yeah, I don't know. There's something about it. It's one of those things where it's kind of... Uh, I, I can't think of the term now. But it's not something I, I usually tend to put on like when I'm, when I'm stating things that I really, really enjoy. It's usually not on that list of things, but it is something that... Like a, like a dirty... Secret. I don't know what you call guilty it. pleasure. Guilty pleasure. Yes, that that's essentially what it is. It's it's just a stupid show. It really is, but I I like it because it doesn't. It does kind of feel like it's not necessarily making fun of sitcoms. It's trying its hardest to not be a sitcom, but be a sitcom. If that makes sense. <laughs> I only got half a half. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, if 
if you're uh, uh, if you're easily offended, say don't watch. But watch if you're not, I'd say definitely watch it. <laughs> I don't think we're easily offended. Episode seven: Who pooped the bed? <laughs> I love the show. <laughs> can't tell if someone's supposed to be talking or if it's just cutting out. No, I, I don't know. Okay. I'm just a sitting here. I think it's I think it's time to find Final Thingies! Thingies. thingies. Oh. Final Thingies! <laughs> so. Save the season, guys. We're ending with Brian Paff dead. Um, aerosol cutting in and out. <laughs> and just being me. Kevin's gone. Do- Dawson's being stupid, aerosol's cutting out, I'm half asleep, and Kevin's snoring because he's hopped up on cold medicine. I hate everything. (laughs) (laughs) And now the bacon's gone, and I hate everything. So, what a way to end end their third year. That just seems perfect. So next week is the start of season four. Yep. It's going to be pretty normal. I don't know what to say about the theme song because I don't know what's happening. Um, it's there. I you may hear it in a second. You may have to wait until next week. I don't know yet. But uh, congrats to Common Rider Pez for winning the contest with his sole entry. Um, <laughs> it was a lot of steep competition. <laughs> Definitely, but, but we you, won. You did it. <laughs> it was the best. You've overcome adversity, just like Troy. <laughs> And you did it. <laughs> Dim pedal lips. <laughs> I really just felt like saying that. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Next week is a brand new journey of the same stuff. Mm-hmm. Season 4, The Streets 3. Maybe. <laughs> uh, our seasons aren't any different. Like This isn't really a celebration. This is the fact that we're going way too long. In a good way. What? I have an idea. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. God damn! Sorry. <laughs> I was waiting to make sure the button hit. That's what she said. I'll make sure your button hits. <laughs> oh, you hit all my buttons, baby. I almost asked what episode number this is. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Brian's diet. Hello, welcome to our season. Waka waka. <laughs> <laughs> I thought really hard about what I would say. <laughs> it was a big moment for him, really. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Thank you, Dawson. <laughs> what? You have like a segue about penises in the garo. You're like speaking of penises, garo. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, that continuity almost went right out the window. We don't even care about details like that anymore. Spirit bomb is the equivalent of a dick. Okay, <laughs> now you're all caught up. You're summoning your dick. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I am. <laughs> Do you have a problem with how I summon my uh, 
body parts. Has anybody seen Zack and Mary make a porno? No. Oh, damn it. There's a part where Jason Mewes tries to get a boner really quick, and I'm just picturing him go, Spirit Bomb! And, like, that concentrated face he has. Well, you don't yell Spirit Bomb. You gotta throw your arms up in the air and ask everybody to give you the energy. Especially Hercule. You have to ask people to give you the erection. You can't just get it, okay? Wow. (laughs) All this because of a tweet. (laughs) That's how most wars start. Can't tell, are we going back into Ramble Time, or are we going back to the past, which would be the future? There's no way of knowing where we're going. Something about rowing and rowing. I'm Willy Wonka! Let's <laughs> <laughs> just go into Ramble Time. For real? Yeah. For real? Well, I mean, we have to get this going. I work in six hours. Okay. Finally, some decision-making. Sorry. If I work in six hours, I mean, I have to get up in six hours. Not I have to work in six hours. That'd be weird. Why would it be weird? Because the store doesn't open until 10 o'clock. Oh. Okay. Um, okay, so ramble time. Wait, you have to do the jingle. Sorry. This whole episode annoyed me. Hold on. Just hold on. Your quality is awful. Well, thanks. Your quality is awful, too. <laughs> I realized that didn't solve anything. I just said, let me check something. Both of you guys kind of sound... Everyone hang up. Really. It's me, because I'm it's hosting the call. See what happens? This is why it's your job, Brian. That's why I entered the smiley face. Everyone guy. I'm hanging up. Just to be clear, not everyone had to hang up. Just there, us all. <laughs> everyone hang up. <laughs> it's important that you all hang up. <laughs> Promise you did it. Are we still on air? Yeah. Okay. okay, we're good now. Continue. 